So you did you, you didn't do any swim team or college I've swimming? Never swim team. Yeah, never done a swim team. I actually got into the YMCA like this minnow and guppy and what's that thing? Uh, oh, they changed min- yeah, dolphin and shark or whatever. Yeah, dolphin, right? I never made it that far, you know. <laughs> Welcome to Marathon Swim Stories, where we explore the human side of the superhuman feats of endurance swimmers and those who support them. I'm marathon swimmer and coach Shannon Keegan. Do you enjoy Marathon Swim Stories? Tell a friend about it or leave a review with your podcast provider. Want to give some feedback? I'd love to hear from you. Shannon at intrepidwater.com. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, Kim, thank you so much for being my guest today on Marathon Swim Stories. Tell me, what's your story? Well, thank you very much, Shannon. Uh, it's an honor to be on, on your show. <laughs> it really is. Um, I don't know where to start. You know, I, 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 I think I'll start, you know, I grew up. On a be- not on a beach. I grew up in Lynn, Massachusetts, and I grew up in the Highlands. And the Highlands was um, is I should say, you know, less than a half a mile from uh, Lynn Beach, uh, Kings Beach, um, you know, Swampskit. And um, my mother, she liked to um, lie in the sun. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would go down to the beach with her, and she would lie in the sun and. She knew she was going to fall asleep and she would say, okay, don't go out too far. You know, and I was like, you know, five or six years old. These days would probably be reported by somebody. (laughs) For some reason, I I was never afraid of the water. I always, you know, loved the water. And so I would go out and um, head out onto uh, Lynn Beach and just swim straight out, um, not along the shoreline, swim straight out towards this rock that's out there called egg rock mm-hmm. um and uh egg rock's always been a kind of a fixture in my life i when i was running i would run to lynn beach and when i you know when i walked i walk actually still every day um at lunchtime i walk lynn beach which is a causeway and on my left and on my right coming back is you know egg rock so anyway i i learned how to swim at the lynn ymca Okay. And, yeah, and great place. And uh, my mother, so she, my father died when he was five. So my mother, you know, she worked at this place called Norelco and it was a uh, light, it made lights. And, but she worked on sad days. And, you know, uh, I went to school um, on, you know, of course, uh, every day, but on sad days, there was no school. So she used to bring me to, the YMCA and because I like to swim she would bring me to the pool area and go stay here and I'll be back and I was like (laughs) (laughs) I I was like I don't know eight or nine o'clock in the morning she'd be back after work at like five five at night you know Um, which (laughs) so I would just swim all day you know and um there was a guy there his name was Pistol Pete Pedro, and um, he was a lifeguard there. And he would go on to play for the New England Patriots. 
Yeah, and we put and we we be we were friends for life. He just died recently. He was a great guy. Um, so then uh, from there, and and um, if I can just skip on to this real quick, when I was like ten years old, for some reason I don't know where the thought came from, Shannon, but I some I don't I don't know where it came from, but I used to, I'm trying to stay like um, the Boston Light. Back in so when I was ten, I was 1968. They would have um, on the in the Boston Globe. There would be a cutout. There would be a there'd be a result of the Boston Light race. Okay, mm. it was it was like less than a less than an inch big, and it was this little tiny thing. I used to look for it all summer, every summer. The results for some reason I was so fascinated with the Boston Light, but I never understood why. Somebody must, I don't know, I, I, I thought about, I've always, I not always thought about, but I gave some thought, I don't know where it came from, but I always followed it. And I kept a, even at the young age of, even when I was like 10 or 11, I was working out at the YMCA and I kept a journal oh. of my workouts, you know, I bench press 50 pounds, whatever it was. And I remember writing in it, I'm going to swim the Boston Light someday. And this sounds like, like a fantasy, but I also wrote in it. I'm going to swim the English Channel someday, mm-hmm. and I get I said it like swimming in my heart, you know. So the years went by, and uh, I continued to swim, and then I got away from it a little. I got into like what guys with kids, teenagers were getting into, and when I was growing up, we boxed. You know, I boxed in the Golden Gloves, and then I got into you know running. Um, but when my kids turned, um, when, the, when my kids, so I had two children, and when they um, became the age, you know, where they, I took them to the Y, mm-hmm. to the, take them to the YMCA to swim, and I would get in the water and I'd be, you know, just hanging out with them. But they never wanted to leave, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, time to go. We've been here for like two hours. Time to go. We're like, no, 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 no. We want to stay, right? So. I didn't want to pull them out. We could stay there all day if we wanted to. So I started swimming while they played. Nice. I started doing laps. I said, and they were right beside me, you know? Yeah. I could swim. So I started getting back into swimming like that. But it, I never really got away from it. Um, so then, in, uh, and I remember, I remember race, not that I was ever fast, but I remember in, periods of time I remember guys working out uh, up at the gym uh, talking about swimming and I would say I can beat you in you know the 25 meter dash or something like that people here and there but I wasn't swimming consistently so Uh, did you you didn't do any swim team or college swimming yeah never done a swim team I I actually got into the YMCA like this minnow and guppy and what's that thing Uh, they changed yeah dolphin and shark or whatever (laughs) dolphin right I never made that far you know (laughs) I I couldn't I didn't like the team team thing I like when I wanted to do it Mm -hmm. um so I I I wasn't I wasn't involved in swimming until um, I didn't get back into swimming until 2007. Okay. Um, and what happened was I I was training I was biking uh, I was at the time and I I was training for the Mount Washington Mount Washington uh, bike race in New Hampshire. Uh-huh. So it's up Mount Washington I have to get out me but it's up to the top of the mountain the roadway and it's it's a tough. Um, 
it's a tough uh, ride. So I went to um, Breckenridge, Colorado, the last mm -hmm. two weeks before the race in July of 2007 and trained there at altitude. And then I came back, I think the swim was August 7, 2007. One moment that day, might've been the eighth. And um, my wife was with me and she had to go up to the top of Mount Washington with, uh, she took her father's car because we need a car up there when you get done. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I train, I put like five, 10,000 miles on my bike training for this. And she got up there and she called me and she said, the race is canceled. Oh no. Canceled. And she said, yeah, it's snowing up here. Right. <laughs> so, so she came down, you know what I said? Take me to, I think it was Dick's, uh, sporting goods. You have them there? Where mm -hmm. you yeah. Yeah. I think it was Dick's. I said can you take me to Dick's Sporting Goods? I want to buy some goggles because I'm not going to let this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm getting back into swimming. I had, it always tugged at me. Uh -huh. you know, the swimming, it, I, yeah, I could almost never, I, although I didn't want to get away from it forever, I couldn't, I just couldn't get away. It just kept on tugging at my heart to get back and, and, and do that. So, um, I got some goggles and, <laughs> I got in the pool the next day and I said, oh, I'm going to start swimming. Right. And I did my first mile in 54 minutes. <laughs> right. You know, you probably know how that feels. I mean, just swimming so difficult, you know? It, so um, I started swimming and um, I started training and I, luckily I put my name in. Um, oh no, before I did that, I read up on the Boston light. And I read that you needed some experience to, you know. <laughs> They're just going to let you in yeah. from the Y. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I swear it's a Y, 54-minute mile. Can I get the Boston lights from, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. So funny I thought that. It's funny that I thought that far ahead. So I, I said, well, I need, a, I, need the, I need a swim, right? So there's a swim. I'm in Winthrop right now. Uh, a swim every year. I don't know if they had it this year called the Five Sisters, and it's on the coast of uh, Winthrop. Mm -hmm. um, and it's around five rocks. They're like uh, out in the, they're like on the 100 yards off, 50 yards offshore, and you swim around the rocks, and it's two and a half miles. And um, so you get, and you just show up, and they and they let you swim. And so I knew this guy, Bob, that, that had been doing it, and I was like, what do I do, Bob? Uh, you know, he goes, well, the water's going to be cold. You know, it was like in, it was like in August. Um, you know, thinking back, it was actually like so warm, you know. Yeah. I went, I, <laughs> it was an unofficial two and a half miles. I, I remember going to a store and I bought this, like, somebody said, you should get a wetsuit. And I was like, yeah, and, you know, I don't know about that. I got, so I got like this rubber shirt. It was like, <laughs> you know, and I show up in that and people, you know, they're all wearing wetsuits, full wetsuits. <laughs> They were kind of like sprinters, you know, those sprinters like the, Oh, yeah. Nothing against what you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the sprinters were in my wore that. And uh, so I did that. You know, I did the two and a half. And then I uh, signed up for the Boston Light. Luckily, um, I got in. Yeah. That's hard. So, I mean, not everybody gets in. You got to be lucky. <laughs> I was, yeah. And um, I'm told, oh, in those days, Shannon, um, you probably already know this, but they gave you like, um, they opened a window and you signed up 
you sign up start at like 12 o'clock mm-hmm. um, in the afternoon on like March 3rd or something like that mm-hmm. and you signed up and then when it was full it was full so I was mm-hmm. I was like this yeah. in front of <laughs> ready to ready to sign up so I signed up right away and I got in and um, I had already read up on all the uh, history of the Boston Light. You know, the Boston Light is really an amazing swim starting way back, I think, in 1907. Some, you know, somewhere around there. And the pictures are, yeah, the pictures are absolutely fascinating to look at these people that swam then, you know, in the, in the uniform, you know, the outfits they wore. I was thinking of actually doing a Boston Light swim in a 1907 swimsuit. You should. You totally should. <laughs> black with <laughs> It's black with the, um, you know, things go over your shoulders. It's like a, it's like a suit, but it's not neoprene. It's not, it's, you know, it's just. It's like wool or something, a, right? Hmm? <laughs> Weren't they like wool? Back yeah. In the day? Yeah, they're probably, yeah, they're probably wool. <laughs> it's like the people that's early days that swim the English Channel where the, uh, the goggles that they use to do oil changes, right? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I was reading one of the fascinating things that, about the Boston Light that a lot of people don't mention is they 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 accepted women, mm, which is right. It's unique they accepted the women. Back, you know what I mean? When women couldn't even vote, they were letting them. They were letting them in, in the Boston. Progressive, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I grew up, my mother raised me. I grew up in a single um, household. You know, so you know, I always tell people. People ask me, "Who's the toughest guy?" or something like that. You ever known? I say, I say to them, "I've known more tough women than I've known guys." That's what I tell <laughs> but anyway, getting back. So, in 2008, I got into the I got into the um, into the light, and oh my goodness, I got into the wrong first Boston light. Like, yeah, I, I never looked back, but I think the water was like 57. And for me. In 2008, 57 was as good as 32. Right. <laughs> you know, 57 right now is like very comfortable. You know? Right, right. Not a problem. 57 back then, holy smokes. So I got in and um, so we started. I started okay. Uh, actually, I didn't start okay. I take that back. So I had to borrow a boat. So I'm like, you have to, you have to get a boat to a yacht club. And I'm like, I, I don't even think I know anybody with a boat, right? So I got this friend of mine who um, who had a boat. And I asked Greg O'Connor, who was running at, at the time in 2008. I was like, I don't know. Can I just meet you at the light? And he said, yeah, you know, fine. He's a great guy, right? And he's like, yeah, just meet us. You know, I, I went to the meeting and then I just met, met him. He goes, don't come in to the Boston Light from the north. I was like, okay, well, you know what I did, right? I came in from the north, right? And we got grounded. It was low tide. Oh, no. <laughs> we almost got grounded, I should say. And then we made it there. But so I hopped off and hopped off the boat. And, um, you know, autumn, right away, you know, I was like cold. And I started swimming. And I was actually, my first swim, I was looking up this, about a couple of miles in, I was looking up to see if my arms were still there. <laughs> how I felt. I was like, my arm man? Oh yeah, still there. That one's still there, right? You know. And I was so cold. So cold. And and I didn't know anything about it. I mean I was I swam in the ocean. I swam a lot growing up. I did all that stuff. But I didn't know anything about um nutrition. So I didn't eat mm. anything for eight miles. I didn't stop and drink 
you oh, know, wow. all the things I do, I did now. Um, so it really was a learning experience. Um, I just made the cutoff. Oh, wow. But you I, made it. I made it. The cutoff was five hours. I think oh. I went in. Yeah, I think I, um, so we're heading in. I remember heading in. I remember, I remember all my Boston lights like perfectly. I love that. I, yeah, I was heading in and um, the pilot in my boat said, hey, he goes, hey, Cammy. And I got, I had grease on me. I put grease underneath my arms. Somebody said, put grease underneath your arms. <laughs> so I put grease on everybody's gone that's what i was like why everybody left you're you're you wait you <laughs> i forget what he said he's like joking around you're such a loser everybody's gone nobody's waiting for you <laughs> so i i came up so but he had the wrong beach because the only the, the the like there's one beach here and one beach here and oh no <laughs> can't look at the wrong beach <laughs> so i i came out yeah came up to the shoreline, stumbling upon the shoreline, you know, because my first eight miles swim, my first more than two and a half miles swim. Wow. Uh, and uh, everybody's there. Everybody's standing there. Nice. I was like, holy smokes. Wow, this is, you know, this is just, and at that moment, you know, I was hooked. There was no turning back. And I said, that. I remember saying to Greg O'Connor, boy, I did, uh, boy, that was horrible. He goes, he, You'll get better. Just keep on swimming. So I did, and then I, I was lucky enough to, um, to uh, make two thousand. I can't remember the exact dates, but I don't. I didn't miss many. Um, in two thousand, uh, so in two thousand nine, I got. I got. I got. I did in two thousand nine, and then I said, um, Greg. Uh, oh, after I did the 2009, Greg O'Connor said, you know, there's other swims besides the Boston Light. Yeah. Hold on a sec. Before you go there, let's, um, what did your wife think of this crazy endeavor? All of a sudden you decide you're swimming and you're going to do this Boston Light. What did she think? She thought it was a great idea. I, you know, she, my wife is Amy and she has um, kayaked the Boston Light more than anybody in history. Wow. Uh, but she's done every um she's done every Boston light except except for one with me when she, what happened was um I did the English channel in the Boston light in the same week and she was still seasick. She was still wow. sick from the from the English Channel swim because of because of the weather was so bad. Um so that's where I was uh, Yeah, we're going there, but okay, then yeah, you no, kids- no, so, very supportive. Yeah. Very supportive. And she um, kayaked um, all, all my, like I said, all my Boston lights, except for, except for that one, I think. Uh, so she's, she's very supportive. Very supportive. Um, That's cool. Um, going from 2008, very first one, 57, can't find your arms. What did yeah. you do? What did you do training wise different going into 2009? What did you did? What did you do? So what I did was I started um, swimming outdoors. Aha! Uh-huh. Good one. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Even I thought of that. Right? I, was like, I gotta start swimming outdoors. I gotta get out of the pool and start swimming outdoors. When I first started swimming outdoors, a lot. I mean, I swam outdoors as a kid. I swam up and down the beach as a kid. But um, 
in good conditions. You know, I went out on sunny days, you know, right. the water was flat. You know what I mean? That all changed after 2008. I said, I need to get into swimming shape. You know, I've gotten into, I've done a sport, one sport, at least one sport every year, my whole life, you know, for, and I would, you know, drag it into sometimes decades of, of doing before getting into swimming. Um, so I started getting in the ocean and I started getting in the ocean. I started swimming Ural Beach here in Winthrop, up and down Ural Beach in all conditions. Rain, uh, wind, high seas, you know, red tide warnings. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. Hurricane warnings. People go, why are you swimming in like um, such rough conditions? And I said, because when I swim in the Boston Light, we, we, I'm not going to know what the conditions are going to be. And, and I know just from human nature, people, some people train in a pool and then try to do the Boston Light. And over the years, I mean, I've run it over the years doing the Boston Light. A lot of people have not made it because of the conditions. Right, right. Um, so I started swimming outside. I started uh, a routine of early morning swims um, at the Y when I couldn't make it outside. Um, I started... Um, a training program to lose weight. I got away from the weightlifting. I started the resistance bands. I dropped um, 20 pounds. Wow. Yep. Um, and I worked on my flexibility, uh, nutrition, uh, learned about um, carbo loading. And, all, all within uh, just that one, that year between 2008 yeah. and 2009. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I had run, I had run six Boston marathons, but you know, I drank, I stopped and drank water. I never <laughs> did anything. You know, it was absolutely crazy. So I, I learned. I learned. I learned. I, I, I. Um, one of the good things I did was I met this. I met a guy named Bob McCormick, who was the oldest person at one time to, to swim the Boston Light at sixty-seven. I think I met. Him, I think I met him in two thousand eight, and um, we started talking. He started telling me the things, some of the things I had to do. Um, so I really, I, I, I changed quick. I kind of transformed myself into a swimmer. That's what I did. I said, I'm going to be a swimmer. I'm going to make myself a swimmer. I'm going to transform. Yeah, I, I already love the water. I have no fear of anything. I, I mean, mm-hmm. the water, you know, people go, you swim, I'd be shocked. You know, you know, yeah, whatever. Uh, bad conditions, you know, be careful, you know, all this negative, negative stuff. So that's what yeah. I did okay okay so then you come out after 2009 you've learned a lot you'd swim better i presumably <laughs> yeah, 2009 um i was faster i think i did it in around uh four hours something mm-hmm. like that um i think i knocked like a 45 minutes off my time that's great <laughs> and um i made a plan to um swim the english channel in 2011 this is when Greg says there's other stuff out there. And you're like, yeah, okay. there's other stuff besides the Boston Light. So, I said, well, I love the Boston Light. I mean, I, I look at it every day. It's right down the street from where I am right now. I could just walk out there a little ways and, and see cool. the Boston Light. And the other thing that, that gives me um, uh, kind of an emotional strength, it, like my strength sometimes comes from emotional strength, because my father was a 
Um, he was a merchant marine and during World War II. He was, he was in his 50s when he had me, but during World War II, he used to trans, transport, he was a ship captain. Mm-hmm. And in that route, came out of Southie, past the Boston Light, I looked it up, Seaboard Fuel Company, and go to Gloucester. So I always, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm doing kind of like swimming the same route that he was, you know, he was boating. On. That's really, really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So in 2011, uh, so I did the, in this one year, the Boston Light, I can't remember if it was 2010 or 2011. Um, I didn't get in. I volunteered. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I did a volunteer year, which was great. And then um, in 2011, I, I, I got a, I got a um, once again, I, I didn't know how to get a captain for a uh, English chance. Somebody said, you got you to gotta call a boat captain, you know, one of these fishing yeah. captains. <laughs> I was like, I don't know any fishing captains in England. <laughs> right. I didn't invent in England, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I got some, I got some names and um, I started making some calls and uh, um, I, I got in touch with a guy and he said, um, you have to come out. Uh, I had a, you know, a, they give you a window, like a five day mm-hmm. window. I think it was, I think I got a date. Um, yeah, it was like the first week of August. I mean, it was a good, it was a good date, first week of August. So I, um, very, I, uh, I was in good shape. I was, I wasn't in the shape I am now. Uh, even though that was 10, 10 years ago, I'm actually better swimming shape now. I can actually swim further now. <laughs> yeah. What was your, what was your thinking about? Like you're more than doubling the distance here and going across the sea. Like, how's that, how you're going through all that? <laughs> you know something? It sounds crazy, but I was totally confident that I could do it. It was, awesome. I, I, yeah, I had, it was like, Shannon, I never thought once that I wouldn't make it. I never thought once that I wouldn't make it. I just had, to, I just, I was like, I can do this. I had no, like, no, no fear or nothing. I was like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to do this. So I got there. It was in August and um, I think it was in August and five days went by a bad weather mm. and I didn't even get a shot to get in the water. Oh man. Yeah. So I remember sitting down with the boat captain in Folkestone um, at a little diner that sold uh, not diner store, no fish stores are all the piers all lined with fish stores. Right. And I said, can you give me, can I do it? Can you give me another date this year? And he he said, we were all booked. We're booked. We can't, can't do it. It's, you know, it's August. People book these things two, three, four, five years in advance mm-hmm. i was like can you call me or something you know happens or something like that and he said you know i do have one date i could i could do i do have one one opening and i was like All right, i'll take it and he goes well, well hold on a second let me tell you where this rest goes it's october 5th uh, <laughs> well late <laughs> i said i'll take it right october 5th 2011 and I went to, the, I had a window. So I left on a Friday, I think it was October 5th. So I think Friday, I left, my window started like Monday, I think. So I left on a Friday, I caught the red eye out of Boston, mm-hmm. right? I was in an ILC, right? 
it bounced around all night, right? <laughs> you got your elbow on the, I'm over here. I got my elbow here and people walking by. And I, didn't, I didn't sleep at all. You know, I was so nervous about doing the swim. Um, only, to, you know, the, the logistics more than the swim itself, like getting there and mm-hmm. getting to the hotel and all that stuff. They just put me in the water. You know, I like that much better, but which my wife (laughs) couldn't have done without my wife um so but that that friday during the day before we left that night i swam a couple miles at the at the y against everybody's advice they're like don't if you're gonna swim monday you don't want to be swimming now you want to rest at least you know three or four days i said i'll be fine i'll be fine i'll be better off like this it wears off some anxiety for the trip so Mm -hmm. My head's going around a lot, but I'm trying to stay in the light. You don't get it. see me all right. <laughs> um, so we left. We got the we got the folks in, in the morning, Saturday morning, right? And got into a car, rented a car, got the folks in. Um, we had a hotel booked. And um, my ca- I wish I remember the captain's name. He's such a nice guy. I know it's terrible, isn't it? Terrible. I, okay. I should have looked it up before I talked to you. Um, I got there and he said, um, so I was looking for him. They say he's out on the pier. I went out on the pier and I found him and I told him I was here and he said, why, why do you, um, you should have, I told you to call me. Oh no. Yeah. I was like, call you. He goes, yeah. He goes, there's a, a storm. The whole week's gone. There's a storm coming out of France, you know, and the whole week's a wash. I was like, oh, are you sure? I was like, are you, you know, I'm asking an English Channel fisherman, right? Are you right. sure? <laughs> yeah. He knows the English Channel better than I know. Ooh, right, but... right. Can you double check your calculations? Yeah. Please? Can you check, <laughs> can you check that, those, those, uh, that weather forecast because I don't know. I don't like it, you know. <laughs> it's something else, you know. And um, he goes, well, he, 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 you know, so I was insisting, he goes, can you make it across and in 12 hours or less. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In perfect conditions. I wasn't making it across in 12 hours. Um, but I said, yeah, because who knows? Maybe I was faster that night. Right. 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 Who knows? So I, said, I said, yeah, I can do that. So he goes, all right, be back here on the pier at 12 o'clock midnight. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, all right, I'll be here 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock midnight. It was like um, three, you know, it was like it was mid morning, mid early afternoon at the time. And you'd just flown in on the red eye. Flown in. I had not slept yet. So we stayed at a hotel in, in Folkestone. You know, this old, old, beautiful hotel. The elevator was like like this big. And um we were on the first floor, Shannon, right? And there was it was a sad day and there was a there was a there was a um a, a there was a, an event um a music event so it was just there was a concert going on oh and i was on the first floor and i couldn't there was no way i could block the music out of coming oh into the room i was right there stuck in my ears with all this stuff and i couldn't get to sleep so i, I remember lying on the bed at three lying on the bed at 3 p.m and saying if i just stay still i couldn't get to sleep i was like if i just stay still maybe i'll have enough energy you know, so at nine o'clock, I got up and I started getting ready. You know, I had some coffee. I made my way to the pier. There's no, there was no moon that night. Total, 
blackness, black, total blackness. And, um, <laughs> but you know, so I, okay. I, it didn't bother me at all. It was like, I wish I had that type of, even now I'm very confident, but I wish I had that type of confidence, um, uh, that type of confidence now that I had then. It's absolutely insane. So um, I got to the pier and I got on the boat and he said, uh, so we, we got off the coast of Dover, right? And it's pitch black. He goes, I'm going to row you into the beach. Shannon, I'm telling you, I'm not exaggerating. I couldn't see my hand in front of my face. And put me on the, uh, I, I, I jumped off the rowboat and I got on the beach and said, you know, wait, put your hand up in the air um, when you're ready. And I'll, I'll put the spotlight on you. You get to put your hand up in the air. That means you're ready and then you start. So, but he said, I just want to warn you that there's a flood tide coming. You're going to run into a flood tide. And I was like, what's a flood tide? Because a flood tide is like a rapid amount of water passing for a, for a good amount of time. He goes, don't stop swimming. He goes, you got to keep on swimming. You got to swim through the flood tide. And I was like, all right, I don't even know what he's talking about. Right? So I get in the water and I think I, I don't know how long. I, well, he's, he's, uh, he's in the boat. He's, I'm on his right. I'm, I turn to the left. You know, people say, you should know how to turn both ways. But I don't right? turn to the left. So the boat, he stayed on the left. And I was watching him, watching him. Then all of a sudden, the flood tide. I knew what he was talking about. It was like being in a Russian river, right? And I'm, I'm swimming like crazy, oh. trying to stay up. Yeah, trying to stay up with the boat. And I'm like, <clears throat> I can see my wife uh, to my left, and she's sitting in a chair. And there's a little light bulb uh, above the door. And um, I'm watching that. Then I'm slowly watching that disappear, right? And I'm getting tired. I'm, I'm like, I'm like sprinting. So I said, I'm just going to stop. I don't know how long it went on. I really don't. I'm not, it seems like it went on for 20 minutes. But I stopped. I stopped stroking. And the boat disappeared. The boat like went off. Oh, yeah. the boat. I went backwards in the, in the flood tide. And the boat kept on going forward. And I remember I was like this. And I remember being in the middle of the English Channel. Right? Total darkness. All I could see was this light in the distance. And I wasn't even nervous about it. I just got like no fear. I was like, ah. This oh, wow. Like, yeah, I was like, this is unbelievable. So I caught up to the boat. The flood tide stopped. I don't know if the boat came back or caught up to it. And then, um, sure enough, 12 hours into the swim, uh, like maybe shorter time, 10 hours into the swim, the, um, the, the water started going crazy. Big oh. swells, huge swells. The fishing boat, which was a good sized fishing boat, started going like that. My wife started throwing up. And I remember somebody telling her, throw up on the other side of the boat. <laughs> so um, I struggled in that for. Uh, I don't know how long I, I went on as long as I could, but uh, they they made me get out at 12 hours. So I had to, so I didn't, I didn't make it on that, uh, on that trip. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's too rough.
you're um so can you hear me okay yeah yeah oh, okay um maybe i'm we're having a little computer difficulties right yeah now. yeah i think my it's a, my getting a message my bandwidth is low but we'll we'll just keep forging on the the, the okay. recordings probably it's in the cloud it should be okay, okay um so what did you learn okay can you um so what did you have any learnings from that trip that adventure to england any, anything i learned mm -hmm. oh yeah so <laughs> the list is long you this this, this, this our interview we have a two-part interview <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so right away of course the first thing is um i need to increase my training mm. i need to i need to increase my training and i need to um learn more about uh feeding and you know i was feeding uh i think i once an hour for that mm -hmm. that one which is for me um elaine howley showed me the right way to do it um she's a you know elaine she's like one of the best swimmers in the world right? <laughs> very so, experienced yeah very experienced um so i changed uh my um I learned more about feeding and mm -hmm. uh, I, I started training harder and I started doing more open, more ocean swims and I started swimming at night. Nice. <laughs> Good practice. <laughs> yeah. I started swimming at night. I started, I continued in the hurricanes and the bad weather, and the red tide and all that stuff we have here, you know, jellyfish, uh, mm -hmm. rock sightings. No, none of those. <laughs> There's no sharks out there. People <laughs> um, so I, I did learn. I did learn a lot. And I just when I got home in 2011 after that swim, I got on the phone, and because somebody said it's October 2012 is going to be booked, uh. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. So I got on the phone and I started calling um, people. In the meantime, I swam the Boston Light in 2011. Uh, I think I missed 10, 2011. So now I was playing on 2012. I got on the phone. I started uh, looking for ship boat captains. And once again, everybody's booked. And I mean, I had a list, like, you know, this long list of boat captains. Everybody's like, no, I'm booked, booked, booked. You know, one guy, he said, try me in 2020. Or <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's like 10 years from now. <laughs> Eight years from now, whatever. He says, well, you're going you're gonna to have a hard time. I remember I was going down Revere Beach. That's a beach here and it's on the street from my house. So I was on my way to swim. It was like 4.30 in the morning. I started swimming, you know, first thing in the first thing in the day, sometimes doing double swims. Early morning swim, make sure I got to swim in. And then depending on work schedule, whatever, I, sometimes I was doing doubles. Mm -hmm. I remember I was calling England at uh, 4.30 in the morning. And mm -hmm. Yeah, and this girl answers, this captain, and I said, uh, "Hey, I'm looking. For, I want to get. I'm trying to book a swim for uh, 2012." She goes, "Oh," she said, um, "Yeah, a lot of people call, but my father is in the hospital, um, and um, he said he just told me he said um, he'll 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 take you, he'll take you, but there's other people. Yeah, he said, but she said she said he'll take you, but this is the thing." 
I just told five other people that they, they would, he would take them too. And I told them the same thing I'm going to tell you. Whoever pays us first, yeah, is gonna get is gonna get is gonna get that week. So I think it was a week of August, um, August eleventh, uh, uh, the week of not August eleventh, but August on August, the week previous to August eleventh. So, oh yeah, so I went right there. Eastern Bank right? sat out front until the place opened. Well, I did my swim. Then I went to Eastern Bank. They opened at like nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Got up. And got his money. I have to get where he wanted, and uh, and special delivered it to his house. Wow! So, oh yeah, I think he probably got it that morning. <laughs> yeah, he got it quick, you know. So, uh, so I was in. So um, I was all excited about that. Now here was I'm gonna. Uh, so I had a I had a, a, a five day five day window. And, uh, 2012 and the other thing uh, I learned from that 2011 swim I only had my wife on board mm-hmm. like she was she was the only person I brought you know I was <laughs> I learned 2011 that you need more than one person you yeah yeah kind of like a crew right right so, excuse me so um I started asking around and uh a friend of mine I got this my friend of mine, Harvey Rowe, and my sister-in-law, and this other kid, Craig Lewin, who's a, um, I think he just did triple, he just did the- He's got uh, his triple crown, yeah. I talked yeah, to him a little back. Mm-hmm. That's triple crown. And um, who else was there? Uh, and, and my wife. So I had a, so I had my, so I had a crew, and uh, Craig, at the time, he was a young kid. I mean, he's only in his 30s now, I think. Right, yeah. So he wanted to uh, they, he wanted to swim along, like like swim at the same time I was swimming. And, you know, um, so he put on a wetsuit because you can't get in and out of the water. Uh, right, right, without getting too cold. Yeah. yeah, so we so we got there, and the first day was no good. We went, we went to the... Um, the starting spot, you know, uh, like two o'clock in the morning was a, the original start. Mm-hmm. Got there Monday, two o'clock in the morning. The conditions were not good. Mm. Tuesday, three o'clock in the morning. I think it went on. They can one hour ahead each time. Wow. Got up, got up the next day, and this is Shan is like, I can't, you know, I had difficulty sleeping before before swim. I think like a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. So. We go back on Tuesday at like three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning. Then on Wednesday, three o'clock in the morning. And um, Thursday. Oh, so on Thursday it was clear skies. But the the English Channel captain there said, "Hey, clear sailing." I mean, it was a nice day. It was a go. It was a go day to do. Mm-hmm. It was either Thursday, Fridays. I can't remember the particular day it was, but it was a it was a good day to go, and it was. I think I only had one day left to one day left to on, on my uh, on my window, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey, can you, the captain said, can you do me a favor? I had this guy; he's been here like for two years trying to get a, trying to get in here to do a swim. Would you mind giving him the day?" So, of course, our, at my first instinct is like, "No way! Are you crazy?" <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but you know, I won't. 
I wanted him on my side, you know, and, you know, maybe as a 25 year old kid, I would have said, no, that's BS. You know, I'm going to swim. This is, you know, right. but, but, you know, you live and learn, right? <laughs> that's fun. Give him the, and, and I also felt, you know, some empathy for the guy too. You know what I mean? That he, that he had this opportunity and he had actually been trying to do this longer than me. Mm-hmm. I still had the next day and there was a positive weather can forecast. Nice. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I gave him, I gave him the day and, uh, you know what happened? He ran into a storm five, five miles off the coast of France. Oh man. Bad conditions. Oh geez. So he had, yeah, I know it. Terrible. I never got a chance to talk to the guy, but he didn't make it. So then, um, I think it was a Friday or Saturday. It was my swim. It was the last possible day. Mm-hmm. So we went down. I remember we went down to the dock at 5 a.m. because the swim was to start at 6. Mm-hmm. And um, it, was, it wasn't good conditions. It oh, was, no. It was, um, I think on shore, there was like foot swells. Uh, and he said, um, I'll give you whatever date you want for next year. And I said, no way. I said, no <laughs> <laughs> I'm going into I'm going in today and whatever whatever happens happens I'm gonna I'm not gonna I'm gonna and I felt very confident regardless of of the uh, conditions I mean they weren't horrible conditions but they weren't mm-hmm. it wasn't like flat and it wasn't right. a little bumpy it was like somebody would say yeah you don't want to do a long swim today that's those types of types of, mm-hmm. types of conditions um so I got in, I started swimming and um, I, got in, I think I started at six o'clock and it was, it was clear, beautiful day. Little, oh, little, really? Cleared up? Yeah, it was a little windy, but I remember jumping off the boat and swimming to the shore and I could actually, the sun was out. Mm-hmm. Right? It was the middle of the night. Same, yeah, it was the same spot I was in 2011 where I couldn't, I couldn't even see the boat. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, um, I started swimming and I felt, I felt good. I felt really good. And, um, it took me, uh, got, uh it took me, um, about 16 hours, mm-hmm. you know, to, to get across, but, but I made awesome. it. Awesome. How did it feel after you journaled about it as a kid? How did it feel to complete your swim? This big swim? Well, you see that I just got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Even to this day, when you say that, that was, that, you know, if, if I never did anything else, you know, never made another swim, uh, which would be impossible because I, I love it so much. You know, mm-hmm. even if I swim a mile a day, but I was like, yes, you know, I, I had written this down and I wish I still had the notebook. It was a journal I kept and I kept all my, you know, like I said, I kept all of my records. I bench pressed 50 pounds today. You know, whatever I did, and I wrote, you know, I wrote down that. And uh, it was just like, I was just overwhelmed with like, wow. I And I, I never doubted I could do it, but I still, I wasn't, it was, I didn't have, I wasn't, um, it wasn't like a, a, it was just a confidence thing. It wasn't like, a, you know, I'm good enough to do this type of thing. I, I, I'm not for that. I mean, I thought. I just felt confident that I could do it. And in my heart, I just knew that um, I could do it. Mm-hmm. I knew in 2011, I knew I could do it. And if, yeah. if, you know, things were different in 2011, I would, if 
in 2011, I would have stayed in the water, Shannon, until I couldn't swim anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's where that's where I was in 2012. If it took me 24 hours to swim that, or 30 hours to swim that, you know what's funny? I'll tell you a funny story. I was at the there's a beach that you practice at um, before the uh, before your um, swims in, in in England. This little beach that all the people that are going to attempt the English channel go to and they practice. Mm-hmm. And I was swimming along one day. I ran into this lady, and she was probably my age now. And um, she was older. You know, I could tell she was older. And we started talking, you know. And she she was, I can't remember her name. She, she holds the record for the... Uh, Allison Streeter? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no not... Nope. The other end of that. She okay. holds the record for taking the longest person ever to swim. Oh, oh you know, Jackie like, Cabell. Jackie Cabell, like 20 hours or something. It's 27 hours, it? something many, like that. I think 27 or 28. Yeah, is. yeah. And I remember her saying to me, don't stop. I said, any, any advice? She said, don't stop. <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> I, I, you know, I said to myself, all right, I'm not going to stop. You know, I just won't stop. That's why she said, "You want to make it? Want to make it across? Don't stop. No matter how long it takes you, don't stop." I wonder if she's still around. I you know, think so. Yeah. I, yeah. It'd be to say hi to her. She wouldn't remember me from Adam, but uh, it'd be interesting <laughs> to tell her, tell her that story that she was telling me she was. It's she held that record. I, I thought it was fabulous. You know, I think all those, you know, records are fabulous, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. With just um, uh, so you've gone on to do how many total Boston lights? Uh, so, what I did after the after that uh, English Channel was I I had one more goal and that was to do the Boston light in the same week in the in the Five Sisters, the one I started with. Okay. So I, I so I did the English Channel, then I did the Boston light on that Saturday, and then they had the Five Sisters that afternoon. So I I went home after the Boston lights from and did the Five Sisters. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then in 2000 uh so i've done the bar i've done the boston light i think i did i've done nine solos wow thanks so they're cool and um i'll tell you we'll find another funny story about so i've done six doubles nice I've done one official double i didn't know that there was any such thing as the mass open water swimming association that that recorded doubles right right <laughs> but you know what i did I, I would I would pay I would hire a friend I, I've hired a friend of mine he's an attorney another friend of mine works for the attorney general's office he, he's too far known law enforcement and and just a, another guy that I know and I had him um, keep track of, on paper of my of my books <laughs> right and I told him I said we're going we're doing double we're doing English Channel rules so I can't touch the board I can't touch anybody you got to make sure that I, I do this the right way so I did all I did all six you know is legitimately the right word <laughs> right right <laughs> you know so i did them and then i found out they were actually you could actually get you know so i did an, an official one um last year and i also mm. and I, then i i also did the old route so i, I started at the, the old route i was looking the boston light used to start at the charlestown bridge mm-hmm. that crosses into charlestown that was the old route and right now it's um, it's uh, a lot of traffic going into that area. And I remember leaving that morning um, 
the uh the, the morning i did the charlestown route <laughs> I, was, I was swimming out i had to swim around boats and swim around everything else and the coast guard was uh was uh coming in with a bunch of guys and they, they, they yelled down to me where are you going <laughs> i'm going out to the boston light and they're like yeah good luck good luck and we were concerned that somebody would stop us yeah you know, my boat and say you can't do that you know right like so i did the um Charlestown uh, route and um, what year was that? That was uh, 2014. Cool. 2014, and then um, the trip tripled it with uh, Elaine Howley, and um, I think it's been two years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing the article on that. Very yeah. cool. Um, and I was, trying, I was, huh? No, I'm sorry. You go ahead. What were you gonna oh. say? So I attempted that on. Uh, which I thought was official, you know, to me it's official anyway, because I, I, yeah. I really did it by, you know, but so I got Bob McCormick, the person I was telling you about, her, the oldest person at one time, and my wife, and uh, Bobby Gaff, who was the boat captain, and we attempted a triple in, I think it was 2017 or 18, but it was the year of the supermoon. Oh, I don't know cool. if you remember that. So yeah. the supermoon was orange and it sat on the horizon. And I went down to the boat in East Boston and the harbor was almost drained. Cause oh, we, no. Cause we oh, because of oh, the tide was going up? From the tide. Was on wow. We got out. And um, make a long story short, my wife always says it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did the first two laps. Like I was flying. I felt great. I was coming up to the light on this, you know, to complete the second lap. And I was going to turn around and I felt fantastic. And my wife was on the kayak and she's like, stay to the left, stay to the left. And she's yelling at me. And she yells at me during a lot during these swims. Yeah, stay on court, you know, in a nice way, you know what I mean? But she's saying, stay to the left, stay to the left of the lighthouse. Stay uh -huh. to the, like the lighthouse. Don't go to the right of the lighthouse that goes out to the open ocean. Stay to the left and touch there, mm -hmm. then turn around. I was like, oh, be, be quiet. I was tired. You know, I was tired, but I felt good. A rip current. Uh-oh. To the right, and a rip current pulled me past the lighthouse and down the street, so to speak. And <laughs> I turned around, Shannon. And I couldn't, I, there's no way. I couldn't get back. I turned around and tried swimming towards the, towards the lighthouse. I was just like swimming on a treadmill. And oh, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried. I don't know how long I tried for. I had all, all that energy left and I just kept on swimming, trying to get there. I couldn't do it. Wow. They threw me a rope. Um, not to save me, only to just get me past the lighthouse. And yeah. The boat, the boat had a hard time coming past the point of the lighthouse. Oh, wow. This big, thick uh, rope. So that was the end of my trip. That was the end of my triple attempt on that day. But it was, but it was another uh, double. <laughs> so, right, right. <laughs> so. Very cool. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Well, that's a good memory of, of from, from one of your Boston Light Adventures. Any other great memories from your Boston Light Adventures? 
Uh, what's your favorite thing to pass or do or you know like what tell us another story well, I, I talked about um, shocks and one of the funny thing was that uh, my wife was on the kayak and after one of the swims one of the boston light swims she told me that she actually did see a shock and it had a fin and it was coming i was on the i, she, I was on the right hand side of the kayak because i looked left and the shock was coming to to her left and, and she didn't know whether to tell me or not. So, <laughs> excuse me, there's a shock heading your way. <laughs> she didn't tell me in the in the in the right by. But I think the um, my uh, greatest memory would probably be completing the triple with um, Elaine. Completing the triple. Um, cool. That was yeah. That was something that uh, I would sit over. There's a place at Deer Island called Deer Island in Winthrop. Um, and you can see the Boston light, and I would, you know, I would say to, to my wife, "I'm gonna, I like to um, triple that someday." Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, "Is it double? You know, a double? You did a double? Do another double?" And I was like, "No, I'll do a triple." You know, and I want to complete a triple. I want to complete a triple. So, I, I, I put in my mind. I started the, the ball rolling, and I called. Um, I said, "I didn't want to do it without Elaine Howley because she had been such a." So, made support you know she gave me so much support so much advice and it wouldn't be the first time that somebody you know ever tripled it right so i was like i want to do it alone so i asked her so this this is this is another little funny tidbit so i said i I remember email and said hey i didn't tell her what what i was up to and i said hey you want to meet can you meet me at the marblehead why you want to do a little swim she goes yeah yeah okay that's yeah so I'm thinking we'll do a swim for like an hour and then talk and have lunch and talk. And she gets in the pool and she goes, uh, you want to do nine miles? <laughs> it's like nine miles. I was like, you know, I couldn't say no, of course. Right. You know, so. <laughs> so I said, yeah, I'll do nine miles. And I was, I was ashamed to do nine miles, but I wasn't expecting to do nine miles. We did nine miles in the pool. And then after um, we had lunch and I was like, Hey, I have a proposition for you. And I can tell her she had no idea. I was like, attempt to triple the triple the light, you know. And uh, she thought it was a great idea, of course. 24 miles. I mean, she could swim 124 miles. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and I, I want I think I told her I wanted her to come with me because there was no way she was gonna finish and I wasn't. So and I knew she, and I knew she was gonna finish, you know. Right. <laughs> so I was like, so she was kind of like, I know she's going to do it, so I'll just follow her. Yeah, good that company. Was, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, that's probably my biggest memory um, of the Boston Light. But the whole the whole thing has just changed, kind of like changed my whole life because throughout the year, um, I know it sounds crazy, but throughout the year, I'm just training for the Boston Light. You know? mm-hmm. that's, what, that's, what, that's what I do. Like, yeah, I stay in shape and, um, you know, by just training, training for the Boston Light every year. So, and when I don't, that only I, I think I only missed one year. Um, you know, and so I go on, but I was still there. And I go on, yeah. and, that, and I'm fine with that. I just want to be involved with the swim because I love the history of it. I just yeah. love, I love everything about it. And the, and the people, um, Shannon, as you probably already know, swimming people are the best. Yeah. Hey, so many people are the best. They're the best athletes. There's none of this bravado stuff. You know, it's none of this, you know, I beat you. And, you know, it's just everybody's out there just trying to do their, you know, 
do their, you know, achieve their own goal, you know, and everybody's for each other. And so I just, I, I, I just, I just love it. I love the people that do it. I love the, I love the history of the swim. You know, I love where the swim is, you know, down the street from my house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, and so that's, that's why I love it. Very, very cool. Is there anywhere else you've swam besides the English Channel and the Boston Light? Anywhere else you've uh, marathon I did, swam? I did Alcatraz. Okay. Um, so no other marathons though? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not a marathon swim. But it's, it's funny, I made it. I oh, I didn't make it a marathon swim. I went there. And I remember going to the uh, the um, when I got there. The row there's a rowing uh, club. Mm-hmm. Uh, Southern Rowing and, Club. Yeah, and I remember walking in and asking the guy where the pool was. You know, <laughs> he goes, "Point it out back." So I went out back, and I, um, you know, I said, "No, oh, that's Alcatraz right there." So I started, I swam out to Alcatraz, <laughs> and yeah, I, there's a little gate, a little gate you go through, and I swam out there, and some guy intercepts me like right before getting to the to the jail. Hey, you can't. Where are you going? You can't. You're not supposed to be out here. So I, so I swam back, and. Um, you know, and then uh, the next day jumped off a boat, you know, and swam in. So I haven't done any other, um, you know, I did, um, so last year I swam around uh, the heart, around, mm-hmm. around the town of the heart with, um, with Elaine Howley. That was, that was fun. And that was a bit special because that's where I grew up. Very you cool. Know? It was like going back to um, my childhood kind of where, you know, I, I had heard of these guys swimming out to, once again, so years ago, people, Jim Doty, who is the real, he's the real Mr. Boston Light. You know, he is the one that brought the Boston Light back to where it was. And he's the one that made the Boston Light famous. And somebody told me that he, uh, actually, I, I saw a picture there used to be an egg rock swim. So people would swim from the beach egg rock and back. I think it was, I don't know how far it was. How far, how far it was like maybe five miles, like two and a half hours, two and a half hours, something like that, maybe three miles. But, um, you know, so that, that has, so the, that swim has a lot of history. And the other thing about that swim, which brings back memories is, uh, it was a, there was a, there was a guy from Lynn that did that swim. And um, yeah, he, he did that swim back in the 1980s. He went around, he went around the hunt. And um, years later, I remember talking to him at the, I was swimming at the PBY YMCA and I saw him and I started talking to him about swimming. And he said, he said, we were talking about swimming and he talked about his swimming around the hunt. And he, he said, well, I heard, brings back bad memories. I was like, what? what? What bad memories? This was before I swam the English Channel. He said, I was, if I, he said, after I did that swim, if I kept on training, I wouldn't have been able to swim the English Channel. And I never, I never did it. Mm-hmm. And he sent shockwaves through me on that day. And I was like, I am not going to be him. This guy's a great guy and a great swimmer, but I don't want to be him with that regret, you know, years later, you know, right. I wish I, you know, I, I, I attempted it. So it brings back a lot of memories. Um, so I, I did it last year and then me and uh, Elaine did it again um, this year. And we had great conditions. We had a bunch of jellyfish 
Little, no, I don't think they've jellyfish. It's called scallies or something, or scala or something like that. They're little round balls, like thousands. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so that on the and that's that's where I, that's where I started swimming with my mother lying on the beach and me swimming out to uh, you know halfway out there as as a kid. Yeah. Uh, so swimming around it, you know, was you know, and through the years you hear people say, oh, I had my, my grandfather swam out there and back, and, you know, I hear all these stories. I was like, I got to swim, you know, not out to Egg Rock and back, but all around the around the town and in. From- yeah, cool. That's awesome. That fun. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Kim. I really appreciate oh, it. Thank you, Shannon. I hope it went okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have you heard of the Intrepid Water Accountability Group? We'll support and encourage each other on a private chat platform, pursue monthly challenges both in the water and on land, and meet virtually once a month to dive deep on a topic. If you'd like to join a group of like-minded limit pushers from around the globe, join the Intrepid Water Accountability Group. Find out more at intrepidwater.com.